Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. It is October 26th. You've been listening to this. It's Friday, October 27th. The mm-hmm. weekend we've all been waiting for, Greg, the Snoopy Bowl. <laughs> the New York Jets versus the New York Giants at Jet Life Stadium. All going to be covered in blue. I'll be there in the end zone. How you feeling, man? Off a of bye week. We have so much to talk about. For, for the first time in a while, Greg, the Jets won the bye week. Yes. Because we not only did we beat Philly, an undefeated team, and then we could get to kind of live in that for two weeks, but everybody we needed to lose lost last week. Everybody. I, yeah. Miraculous week for, for Jets Nation during the bye. Yeah, we fired up Philly so much that they ended up going out and beating Miami. It was great. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Patriots have life uh, showing out the Bills, which honestly bodes well for us, especially yep. because we beat the Bills already. We still have the Patriots at the end of the season. Bills coming up right around the corner. And then we just have so many clown shows, Greg. I mean, if I have to hear one more random fact about how the Jets are no longer the team because Zach Wilson didn't stay around. For the bye week? Did you see this from WFA? Yeah, I saw it. I didn't pay any attention to it. I mean, like, what, I are, mean, we, what are we talking about? Just insane. Greg, just logistically insane. Uh, if you're listening to this, you probably saw it. Guy from WFAN told Tiki Barber that Zach Wilson doesn't have it because it's okay for the the rest of the roster to go home during the bye week, but the quarterback has to stay around. They yeah. have to stay around to the facility that the Players Association collectively bargained is not allowed to be open during the bye week. He just has to... The, he, this guy wants him. Zach wants to just drink coffee from around Morristown and Florham Park. It's unbelievable. Is the, is the guy a Giants fan that said it? Because New know. Jersey Matt on Twitter was just going, just finding all these Daniel Jones photos of him during the bye week in previous seasons not being part of the team. Yeah, and I, I think, was like, I wasn't sure if that's because the dude was a Giants fan or if it was because we're playing the Giants this week. No, he's a Giants fan. He's a Giants. Okay. Fan. All right, yeah, I saw I saw um, New Jersey Matt more than I saw whatever that guy was talking about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just there's people are just finding ways, people are just finding things to talk about now with this Jets team, which is incredible because it's been a long time since there was stuff about like where players were during the bye week mattering for the Jets. Usually, it's about playing on the field for the Jets and uh, as we saw with the Eagles game, I mean, uh, p- things were looking pretty good. This offense. It's not turning the ball over. The defense is making the best quarterbacks in the league look mortal. And, you know, this run game with Brees Hall, it's got, got some legs to it. It's just a matter of who else could round this out. We'll talk about buys, you know, trades coming up and stuff like that. Trade deadline is right around the corner. Next Tuesday, so this is the last week before, uh, before you got to get, get those trades in. So it's going to be interesting. going to be real interesting to see not only see how this game goes, but what moves we make as an organization to set ourselves up for success for the rest of the season. Yeah. I lost you. I think you got him muted there, John. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the, yeah, sorry. Let's talk about the yeah. trade deadline first here before we get into the preview, because it okay. is next week. And Honestly, we're we're gonna, we're gonna have a rapid reaction episode after the Jets Giants, but it's gonna have to be after I make it back, the trek back from from MetLife after the game, <laughs> where yeah. both teams are both locals 
it's going to be tough getting out of that stadium. So we'll see you guys at the reaction. Uh, and then after that, the preview is going to come right around the trade deadline. So this is one of the last times we're going to talk to you guys about the trade deadline. It's going to be very interesting to see how the Jets go about it. Are we going to be buyers? Are we going to be sellers? We, ha- we know a couple of facts, right? Joe Douglas, allergic to seventh-round picks. Yep. We know Joe Douglas loves the late-rounders. We know that the Jets cannot trade their first or second this year, even though they will have their first and not their second. But just the way, because of the Rodgers vesting uh, in the trade, we, we literally cannot trade them. There's a couple of interesting names for both the Jets and from other teams, Greg. So let me just rapid fire, spit these at you, see what you think. Perfect. Right? So let me just start off uh, with our guys. We got Carl Lawson. And we got Dalvin Cook. Do you see those guys staying? Do you see those guys going? And honestly, do you see any anything of value even coming back for these guys? That's my thing. Is like I I see them going because they're not doing anything for a team. But I don't know what we're getting back for them. Fifth, maybe sixth round picks. Like a fifth would be sick. Okay, listen. If someone's calling for a fifth for Dalvin, I'm really not pulling that trigger as fast as maybe everyone else may. Listen, I'm wearing my Brees jersey. Okay, yeah. I love Brees, but we just we haven't seen him in a full season. That's just a fact, fact or fiction. We haven't seen Brees Hall finish a full season. So, what? And we know we don't have nothing for Michael Carter. And then behind him is Izzy, and he hasn't got a snap yet. Presumably, the rumor is he's not that good at picking up the block, the blocking yet, which we can't really afford at this very moment, especially yeah. with Tittman being out, which we'll get to an in injury report. I think I would keep Dalvin Cook. Okay. It's a one-year deal. Fifth round is really enticing. Sixth round, I'm saying no. No, yeah. I don't want it. It's not it's not worth it. Seventh, don't even don't even call me. Fifth is really tough for me. I would I would really it would it'd be hard for me to sleep <laughs> every night thinking I have a fifth for Dalvin and he's not gonna be here next year and he's frustrated. What do we do? And hopefully he doesn't play. Like that's the tough part. Best case scenario, <laughs> Dalvin Cook does not play. And, yeah. and even though you didn't trade him, you didn't use him. Like, yeah, Brees is healthy and he's getting 25 touches a game and we're all set. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I'm with you. And Michael Carter oh. showed up, I think, kind of unexpectedly on the injury report this week. Oh. So, um, like, that's interesting. That's an interesting. No, I, I would, I could see Michael Carter being traded more than Dalvin Cook, even though Dalvin Cook is obviously the popular choice here. Yeah. For Carl Lawson, you drop me a seventh, I'm taking it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. Anything. You drop me a seventh. I would really like to do the everyone balks at the add a seventh, take a sixth. I love that. I love those trades. We usually win the, the the team giving up the player and seemingly quote unquote losing because you're giving up a player and a pick for a pick, right? Two for one. I, usually the the one usually wins it. Kind of in fantasy trades. Exactly. We exactly, don't have a seventh yeah, next you. year. If someone wants to give us, you said fifth. If someone wants to give us a fifth for Lawson and a sixth, I'm down. Even if we have to move up five spots, literally, I'm down. He's not coming. Honestly, he's a hindrance to the defensive line at this point. I'm down. I'm down. For, it's so different between him and Cook. Cook, him not being there could actually be a detriment. Lawson not being there actually could be a positive because we yeah. have more guys strapping up on the D-line. So I'm okay with point. that. Anybody else on our team before I switch it up give you a... <laughs> no, those seem to be the two big names. I, I don't see anyone else just looking at this roster like... We're not healthy enough at any one position. I mean, we already moved on from Miko Hardman. So, you know, wide receivers, 
off, offensive linemen, we need help. Um, yeah. It's defensive hard to find linemen, those, Defensive linemen, I mean, it's not a trade, but, like, there's talks about, like, you know, can we get the Bryce Huff extension done during the bye week? Uh, bye week's not technically over yet, so I don't, do you see oh, anything happening there? Oh, the bye week's over. They're 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 back in practice. Yeah, I, mean, I honestly think we're gonna we're gonna franchise Bryce Hoff. We tendered him last year with the second round tender. I think we're gonna franchise him this year. To be honest with you. Well. Okay. All right. No, I'm gonna no, no, fire no. you for 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 players on the outside real quick here before we Perfect. move on to the Jets Giants. You get a phone call. You're the Jets GM. Titans on the phone. They're 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 tanking. They're in the tank. They need a quarterback. They they have two quarterbacks now. Levis and Malik Willis not going to work out. Derrick Henry, you want him or not? No. D Hop, you want him or not? Nope. Ooh, all right. Raiders pick up the phone. They had a big win Monday night, but they're so they're not getting rid of Devonte or anything like that. But maybe a Renfro for like a nope. fourth. You don't want Renfro? Nope, he stinks. All right. Giants lost versus the Jets. Not going to see us for another four years. Not re-signing Saquon. Want to do Saquon a favor, kind of keep him in the same city. He doesn't want to go on a move. Call the Jets, ask for a fourth. You taking it? The only reason why I would think about Saquon is for the hopes of signing him long-term. So, Brees is on a rookie contract. He's locked in for the next two or three years. Saquon and him would be the best one-two punch backfield the NFL has seen in a generation. And Saquon's a Jets fan. He's in New York already. He's a Jets fan. Like, if it takes a, f- a f- fourth or a fifth round pick to get him in the building, to see what we're about, to see Aaron Rodgers, to see this team, get to know Robert Sala... And it's essentially like a six or eight week pitch for him to be a jet long term. Something I think about. I just don't know. We we've learned a lot about Joe Douglas over the years. We know he's not going to set the market. Um, so that's out of the question. I don't know if Saquon's looking to set the market or if he's just looking to get paid a decent contract. I don't know what his stance is on running back. We've never like Unless I'm missing something, like we we paid Dalvin Cook for a one year deal, you know he's he's willing to draft them. He's drafted a bunch of them, but when it comes to free agents, I don't know if he's a really. I, I know he loves a good offensive lineman. He loves to sign offensive and defensive lineman. Um, <laughs> I don't know how he feels about running back. So I would do it if I was the GM, just to get him in the building. You know, I thought you were going to go somewhere else when you said we learned something. I feel like we learned something about trying to share carries with two elite running backs. It's just not going to work. I don't think Beats Hall is going to be happy. I don't think Saquon's going to be happy in this scenario. So as much as I personally want Saquon on this team, it, I would honestly say no. Unless you have a conversation with Brees, unless you get rid of Cook in the same time. It's even a tough conversation because Brees is going to be like, all right, Sounds good, but what are you going to do next year? You're going to pay this guy twelve million, and then next, and then in two years, you're going to pay me twelve million, or are you going to tell me no because you gave Saquon twelve? You know, it's a t- that's a, it's, it's a tough look. I don't know if I would do it to be honest with you. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. I mean, Brees is definitely God willing in the future running back position for the next fifty years. So yeah, I don't want to make him upset. 
Anybody else on your radar? That's kind of it for me. The NFL is usually pretty barren in, in, in the trade market. Yeah, no. I mean, offensive linemen, if they're available, uh, I would pick up the phone. I would call. Um, but, I, you know, Joe Douglas is never too crazy about overreaching. So, you know, if someone's available for a fourth or a fifth, the problem is a lot of these bad teams have won over the last couple of weeks. So, like, are the Vikings tanking anymore? Or if they're if they win and the uh, Lions lose, they're one game out. So you know the Bears, same thing. They win all of a sudden with Badgett. So you know these bottom of the barrel teams two weeks ago or a week ago, all of a sudden you start racking up these wins. Maybe maybe they're not traders. Maybe there isn't a lot of sellers. Maybe it's just the Panthers and that's it. And if that's the case, you're not really picking up too many people on their squad. So. Yeah, might might be a slow trading day uh, next week. I would love it if we could sell a couple pieces, though. Like you said, just get those fifth and sixth round picks ready for Joe Douglas to. I would love to enter the draft stack with. Them. Just stack them. Yep, that'd be great. All right, Greg. Jets Giants. It's October 29th. Mm. It's beautiful outside. Perfect fall weather. I'm in the parking lot from 9 a.m. Fireworks go. Oh, actually, oh my goodness. It's a Giants game. I don't I don't know what happened. I was gonna say fireworks go off at 12 to tell the Jets fans to go in the stadium. I don't know what goes on in Giants game. I never Greg. Never been to a Giants game? Never been to a Giants game in my life. Wow. I didn't realize that. I've never been to a New York Giants football game. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um if you uh if you listen to the Knicks episode uh with Richie and uh, New York Knicks Media. You heard me talking about my time yesterday at the Garden, fighting a lot of Celtics fans. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go, Giants fans. Come see me. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the end zone. Uh, I'm in the front. Like, I'm the bald guy. Let's go. I'm in my Mangold jersey, not hiding. Let's go. I'm, 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 really, I'm really ready for this. I'm going to be tailgating with a million Giants fans. It's going to be so disgustingly blue. It's so weird because the Jets season ticket holders aren't going to be there. Like, I just realized that. Like, I was yeah. texting Hoodie Johnson, right? You know, shout out to Lee Downtown. I was like, yo, you're going to be at this game? And, like, Richie, like, they're like, dude, it's a Giants game. I'm like, oh. Like, it's just, it didn't, like, yeah. computer my... It, like, really just hit me, like, pretty recently. So, I'm very excited for this game. Uh, the last time I remember the Jets and Giants playing each other, the Jets were up at halftime. Mark Sanchez, Jeremy Shockey... That whole deal. Uh, we oh. got smacked. <laughs> That's like the most memorable I, well, I remember. Um, I remember uh, Jamal Adams just absolutely ripping a ball from Daniel Jones. But I'm not sure if that was regular season or preseason. I think that was preseason. Okay. I think was, we have a lot of scuffles. Listen, the Jets and Giants, obviously we play each other in the preseason, so it makes sense that there's more history of the preseason. But remember, we injured Eli Manning. Yeah. They injured Mark Sanchez. We stripped the ball from DJ. Their defensive linemen's fighting Aaron Rodgers. There's always little uh, scuffles between the Jets and the Giants in the preseason. But interestingly enough, Greg, the narratives are completely different this time around. I was hoping this is going to be a gr- like a crazy game for both teams coming in off the bye for the Jets by Week Seven. Everyone's going to be in it, but it's really different. The Giants have five L's, dude. They yeah. cannot take a sixth L. We're in week eight. 
<laughs> you know what? They can't take another L. They can't. This will be a nice L to take for them because it's an AFC. Like, if they have to choose one, this is fine. The game really doesn't matter. Like, like John Franklin Myers was on the mic joking around today. He's like, the game doesn't matter. He's like, I get it. We are quote-unquote rivals because we share a city, whatever that means. He's like, we don't practice with them. We don't see them. I don't see blue. We don't live in New York. Like, nothing is shared. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's not really like the Yankees and Mets where they play every year and there's some sort of history, which really, even Yankees, like, they met in the World Series. I feel like that's what really fueled. You know sure. what I mean? Other than that, it would be like, yeah, whatever, man. We see you twice a year, five, six games. Sounds good. Your scumbag pitcher threw a broken bat at one of our players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was a fun time. Steroids yeah. for everyone, both sides, good times, like in the year 2000. So that's where that rivalry came from. I agree with JFM. Not a huge rivalry for this game. But for the fans, it just means so much, man. And with the narrative, the Giants desperately need this game, cannot have a six loss. And for the Jets side of things, they have a, a pretty soft schedule coming up. But if they want to actually put their name officially, Greg, officially, this is October 26th right now, game's October 29th. We're talking week eight, officially in the hunt. Hmm. You want to be officially in the hunt. You got to win this game. For the Giants, they're basically fighting for one spot in in the wild card. It's really tough for them to lose. For the Jets side, they could technically afford the loss. I'll be honest with you. They can afford the loss. But it's going to hop-step them into, into, a, into a different stratosphere because we'll be 4-3, and three, above 500. That's unbelievable. right? We're going to go back to the 6-3 and three, uh, Zach Wilson days. Remember, the Jets are 6-3. and three, The Jets are 6-3. and three. We'll be screaming it everywhere. Get nice. above 500. And then, Greg, we're staring at Monday night Chargers, Sunday night Vegas Raiders. So weird. I'm seeing ads already for the Chargers and Jets game. It's like, dude, we, let's get through the Giants game first. Like, Who's this Monday night? We talk about, I'm saying for the Jets Chargers yeah, Monday night. Who's this Monday? Um, I don't know. We should uh, know that, but it's just not top of my head right now. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, it's Las Vegas and Detroit. I don't know if we should know it. Oh. Jimmy G coming back, but that's interesting, though. That is interesting. Yeah. They're, already, they're already advertising for the week after. Yeah, I saw, it it on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter already. I was just like, what the hell is going on? I'll be honest with you, though. Real quick, this is like kind of like side conversation. There are a lot of open seats for that Monday night game at MetLife right now. So maybe that's yeah. something to do with it. I, I looked recently. It's pretty that's cheap. I have no idea why. Because it's two weeks away. You know, people people are waiting for this Giants game. Greg, Greg, I need to say something right now. If you listen to this, you are a local. You are a Jets-Giants fan. I guarantee it 100%. If you look at the parking lot prices for the Jets-Giants, it is egregious, Greg. Greg, it is 10 times, 10 times the amount to get into the, uh, the Indiana Pacers home opener. 10 times to get into the parking lot for Jets-Giants week eight. It's really? 150 bucks right now to get into the gold parking lot. Why? Literally, why? It was nine dollars to get into the Indiana Pacers game. Yeah, it's crazy. I sold two Knicks preseason games for a total of two hundred dollars. It's insane. I don't know what world, what planet I live in. My team suck, and I pay fifteen times at the park it's it, for it, parking. It, it's really crazy. So everybody's hyped about this game, Greg. Yeah. At least the fans are. The Giants are desperate. 
We don't know who their quarterback's going to be. Their offensive line seems to be getting healthy, which is scary for the Jets. Mika McFadden seems to be playing. Scary for the Jets. McKinney, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Definitely one of the best D-backs in the league. Scary. Tyrod Taylor runs. Darren Waller, tight end. Saquon Barkley catches out of the backfield. All scary stuff. All the things that kill us. Like Every week is the same conversation. Tight ends, running backs, running backs that can catch it, quarterbacks that can move. On the other hand, their weakness is our strength. Offensive line, even if they do come back, it's their first week back. Like, how healthy can they possibly be? It's not yep. like they had a bye week and they took two weeks off, right? Like, they really should not be healthy. <laughs> you know, like, just let's, let's be real. So we're hoping to pressure them. Daniel Jones addicted to turnovers. If he plays, I expect at least two turnovers. Our cornerbacks are back in Reed and Sauce. Yeah, full participants, but yeah, have yet to clear the protocol. They'll clear it. They'll clear it. Yep. What do you think about uh, this game, man? Give dude, it I, I think if you want the quick answer, the dirty answer, I think it's going to come down to one thing, two things. One thing on the on the defense you mentioned, getting after the quarterback, pressuring the quarterback. And then on the offensive side of the ball, looking at it, team ranking-wise, the Giants have a pretty good pass defense. We talked about it in on the preview for winning, P, uh, winning picks weekly in the NFL. That linebacker for the Giants we like. They got a, say, a secondary guy that's playing good, young guys playing good. They have a sneaky, pretty good pass defense. They're like bottom three teams in the NFL in rush defense, I believe. They're letting up a lot of rushing yards. We have to be able to run the ball. Brees Hall needs to be able to run the ball. Like he needs to like one fifty in a touchdown type game to uh keep the chains McFadden, moving. Bro. It really is tough for McFadden. Yeah, just take just take some pressure off Zach Wilson. And then as always, I don't know if it's a key to the game anymore or if we can talk about it or whatever it is, but just not turning the ball over. Zach Wilson's been doing good with it. He needs to continue with it. He doesn't need to light up the league right now. We are the lowest passing team in the NFL. From a yards percent, from a yards perspective, that's fine. We're we're th- like you said, we're three and three. We have a chance here to rattle off three wins in a row, get back to six and three like last year. We were on top of the world at six and three last year. Think about this year, how we'll be feeling after Aaron Rodgers goes down four plays in, and we somehow managed to battle back. Got to take it one game at a time. Got to worry about the Giants right now. The Giants, to your point, you talked about it too, are in this weird little spot in the NFC where. You know, the team that's right now the seventh seed making the playoffs in the NFC is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at three and three. Like the Giants are one win away from being in this playoff hunt. So I'm happy they got a win last week because I think that takes the edge off. If they're one and six right now, it would be the most desperate of most desperate teams. You would see all the trick plays, you would see everything come out because they have to win the game. Um, I think it's going to be tough. I think the Jets are going to win. I think the Jets are going to cover. I think the spread is three. It's awesome. Minus three. Us, us, yeah, that, that we're minus three. It's great to see us as a favorite. Um, First yeah, time since I, week 17 last year. Love that. Love that. Love that. Yeah, I think the Jets get it done. I like, again, heavily relying on our defense. No turnovers. And just Brees Hall. I think it's going to have a monster day. Get him in your starting lineups. Get the prop bets going. Get him cooking because... This Giants rush defense just hasn't been very good all season. Yeah, I mean, let's stick to the defensive side of the ball for the Giants here. We got two revenge games, mm-hmm. both on different trajectories. One, we had the we told you so about Leonard Williams, 
where we traded him. We had the incentive on him. You guys got all excited. The Giants fans got all excited because he, on a contract year, killed it, paid him too much money, and now everyone's complaining about Leonard Williams. Totally That's sure. not. On the other hand, Greg, we were really wrong about our boy Jason Pinock. Drafted him late. A hybrid safety. Tried to even make him a linebacker for a little bit. Didn't work out. Cut him. This has been unbelievable for the Giants. Now yeah. going on a year and a half, it's technically now his contract year. So, grain of salt. But this is his second year doing it. Uh, so shout out to him. I'm scared. I'm scared of Pinock. I'm beyond. I'm telling you right now. I'm not really scared of Leo. But we do have a banged up O-line. Yeah. I am way more scared of Mika McFadden, McKinney at number three. I'm throwing Jason Pinock. I don't care what anybody says. I agree with all that. All right. So I think it's going to be a dirty game. I think it's going to be a disgusting game. Greg. I think the Jets, the Jets are going to win this game, but I'll be honest with you, I don't think we're going to cover. I think the Jets are going to win within three points. I think it's going to be that gross of a game. There's going to be field goal. There's going to be a sequence where instead of a touchdown, it's like 7-6. You know what I mean? Like two field goals to a touchdown. It's like a one-point like one game. And all of a sudden, it's like a one-two-point game for the rest of the time. That's how it's going to happen here. Jets are a bend-don't-break type of defense, especially. I can see the Giants kicking a couple field goals with Graham Gano, a couple 50s in MetLife. It's going to be a gross game, man. It's going to be a special teams game. It's, it's not going to be a high-flying shootout. No way the Jets and the Giants are going to have a shootout. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be 22-20 Jets. Oh, my God. Ugly. <laughs> well, ugly, oh. and then you, get, you got 44 points. Uh, you're right on the total. I, I was I was expecting you to say like ten to three the way you were talking about it. I was I thinking mean, it, it might be like it might be ten six at halftime. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm saying that, that, that's ten six at halftime. I don't know who has a ten, who has a six, but the Jets aren't <laughs> letting up a touchdown in the second half. So someone's got a lot of field goals <laughs> if we're getting the twenty points from ten. So or I pick six. up Graham Gano and fantasy. He's about <laughs> yeah. to get nine field goals. <laughs> yeah, he's about to hit three fifty yarders in the second half. Um, yeah, I got it. I got it around the same score. I thought this was high scoring, but maybe not. But I'm going twenty seven ten Jets, dude. I think yo. the Jets are good. I right. think the Giants are bad. Maybe I'm riding high off the bye week. Twenty seven ten. You're in blue or red or whatever the hell jersey color you're wearing for the get the hell away from me. Do yourself a favor. You you lose twenty seven ten. Stay away from me. You don't want to be around me. Yeah. Just don't talk to me. Don't talk smack. <laughs> Just walk away. I will. I won't initiate. I promise. But do not initiate with me if you have six losses and you lost to the Jets twenty seven ten. Don't don't interact with me. That's a fair warning to the world. I put it out in public. I did all I can do. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, like I said, I, maybe I'm riding too high. Feels Don't like it, but I'll roll with you. Yeah. All right. All right, man. I'm down with that. This is this is a big game for the Jets, man. And realistically, if I didn't have green-colored glasses on, if I wasn't wearing a Breeze Hall jersey, if I didn't have Jets all on my background, if I wasn't going to the Jets game this weekend, I would objectively say this feels like a letdown game for the Jets. Giants desperate. And the Jets narrative, two primetime games in a row. Win both those primetime games versus 
pedestrian teams in the Chargers, especially at home, and the Vegas Raiders, right? After the trade deadline, it's going to be uh, honestly uh, abysmal over there. Yeah. And then you got two division games. Bills, Dolphins. Like, that's what it feels like to me. You lose this one, everyone now at three and four. Then we become, you know, win two in a row, become five and four. And then we hit the two division games. That's what, that's, that's honest, honest to God, what, I, what it really feels like from the jet, from a non biased perspective. But from my perspective, of course, we're winning the next three games, splitting the Bills. And we'll see what happens with Miami. Yeah. <laughs> This to me is a huge measuring stick game. Like if oh. we're a real team, if we're going to contend this year, if I should get my hopes up, we should be able to put the Giants away. We should be able to hold uh, T-Mobile in this offense to under two touchdowns. They shouldn't have a touchdown in the second half. We should be able to contain Darren Waller because there's no one really else to contain. And we, have the best, we have the best linebackers in the league, according to everyone. Two of the top according, ten. According, according to everyone, everyone we have the two best linebackers. I still, <laughs> I'm a Jets fan, so I'm not doing it. But I, I really want to put together a, a highlight clip, a low light clip of CJ Mosley last two weeks, and just be like, is this the guy that's getting a 94 rating from PFF, just letting people walk past him, letting people into the end zone? Like, but whatever, that's for another day. Right now, it's all positive vibes. Um, yeah. This is a big measuring stick. The Jets should win this game by two touchdowns. The Jets should handle this team, and we should move into next week against the Chargers, which I think is going to be tough. But these next three games are must-win if we're going to be serious, and it starts with handling the Giants on the road. While I agree with you, Greg, it's not the end of the world if we lose this game. It's an NFC it's team. Not. It doesn't matter. We have an, a huge AFC game coming up next week, a prime time versus the chargers. That's going to make a difference for a wild card. And then we have uh, another huge one wild card versus Vegas. And we have two even bigger division and wild card games versus the bills and the dolphins. So even if we lose, I'm just putting it out there right now. It's not the end of the world. I objectively do see the jets laying this down. Greg, the jets suck after a bye week. They suck. Yeah. After a bye week, Zach Wilson sucks. After a bye week, the Jets suck. After a bye week, the Giants are desperate. I mean, this is pointing towards the Giants. I'm be honest. Their offensive line is coming back. Their quarterback might be coming back. If not, Tyra Taylor's third game, pretty good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's nice. Uh, it, it doesn't bode well for me. Like I'm not. I'm not confident about this game. I'm gonna talk a lot of smack because I'm being the parking lot from 9 a.m. <laughs> so there's gonna be a lot of blue everywhere screaming at me. So I'm gonna be talking it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, Greg. I know you're listening. Giants fans listening here to to kind of you know tell me tell me you got me. I don't feel confident, but Jets by two. Love it, Jets by two, baby. All right, it's Nick season, it's Jets season. We're in the middle of things. It's college football slate season. Nick's coming, Jets coming, ETC period, winning picks weekly. We got the full college slate. We got the full NFL gambling slate. We got Jets episodes. I'm doing some Nick stuff with Richie on New York Knicks Media. Hit him up there. And that's it, man. Anything else, Greg? No, let's go Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. If you're in the parking lot, if you're at the game, hit me up. Let's go. Let's go, Jets.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.